are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got Rachel Peterson. She is a major influencer with millions of followers, literally she's at the million mark. And she is actually a personal good friend of mine. And she is one of the members of Russell Brunson's Category King with me or Category Queen, right? So everyone, welcome Woo! Rachel Peterson. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I'm so excited to be here. I love you so much. So it's awesome to come and hang out with you for a little bit. I love you so much too. Rachel is just dear to my heart. She is a, um, she's a superstar in pretty much everything she puts her mind to. And she's been through a lot in her life and the things that she's overcome and uh, have accomplished are something to be reckoned with. So I'm going to let her kind of talk to, to you about her story and where she's come from. And then we're going to get into the goods. If you want to learn about social media, um, uh, Rachel absolutely is a social media superstar. She teaches social media to some of the biggest corporations in the world, uh, as well as other social media strategies. So if you're looking to up your social media game, then you are in the right place. Rachel! Woo I'm so excited. How far back should we go as we talk about my story? I want you to tell them everything because I think like sometimes people look at people like you and they think, oh, she's yeah. had it easy all the time and they make assumptions. I want you to kind of talk to them about but where you've been and where you've come from. I love that. Awesome. So the first thing that you really need to know about me is growing up, uh, I was actually the daughter of a pastor and a worship leader. So what that means for those of you who aren't familiar with like church and religion, it means we spend a lot of time on stage. We had what appeared from the outside, the perfect family. Everything looked great. We always had nice dresses. And the truth is my family was crumbling behind the scenes. And the hard part about being pastors, I always feel extra for like anyone whose parents are on a platform in any way, because what it means is that there isn't ex uh, like access to resources that are safe. Because for example, if a pastor goes to the church and says, hey, I need guidance because like my family's falling apart, he might lose his job. So it makes it really hard for people yeah, to feel safe to get like the support that they need. So I, I won't share all the details yet because I haven't worked this out with my parents, like how I'm going to share this part of the story, but someday I will. Um, and the truth is, it was a completely dysfunctional home. There was a lot of abuse and addiction and neglect that went on behind the scenes, physical abuse, mental abuse. Um, I love my parents and they did the best that they could. And I'll just be honest, it was really, really bumpy. Now, the good news is in case you're like, oh, that sucks so bad. The good news is I was the oldest of three girls. And so because I was the oldest of three girls, by the time my sisters were a little bit older, it was a completely different environment. So, uh, you're like, how is that good news? The good news is I was able to kind of take it and I'm a pretty strong person. So my sisters experienced a totally different upbringing and I'm actually really glad for that. Um, my sisters are six and eight years younger than me. So sometimes they don't understand like what I went through, 
And the truth is they don't really need to because that wasn't their life. And I'm a very resilient, just like Krista, you guys know Krista is full of resilience. She's full of grit. You can throw anything at her and she comes back like swinging and ready to go. And she's like, I'm gonna do a cartwheel and a high kick. And like, you know, she's just always go, go, go. Even when some of the hardest things in life happened, the same thing happened with me. And so it was very interesting how I was able to bounce back. Um, but then unfortunately there was a little bit, <laughs> this is a positive uh, twist on this. There was a little bit of collateral damage in my life. So I got really lost after I turned 18. My parents officially divorced at, when I was 18 years old. And so that basically means my entire childhood was like the climax of the worst it was going to get. Uh-huh. Now they both became happier, generally speaking, better people. And I'm very glad for that. Um, but at 18, all of a sudden I was so lost and I started partying and drinking and making lots of questionable decisions. And it kept getting worse and worse and dropped out of college and racked up tons of debt and had no idea where my life was going to go. And then all of a sudden at the age of 20 years old, I found out surprise, you're going to be a mom. So <laughs> awesome. This was not the way I planned life to go. Um, but the truth is I also wasn't handed the deck that I had hoped for. So sometimes you have to make the best you can even it, or make the best you can with what you have, even if you don't see the path for how it's going to work out. Um, so I started making a whole bunch of decisions. Uh, my daughter's dad and I broke up and we just started on this path to a better life. And I went to hair school. I graduated top of my class in hair school uh, with support from the government on food stamps and welfare, sharing one bedroom with Dakota. At this point in time to cope, I actually was a total alcoholic. And I mean, like, I'm not just saying like a glass or two of wine each evening. I'm saying like Nalgene bottles, mason jars full of wine. I could drink one, two, three bottles a night because I was just trying to numb enough to fall asleep um, and trying to forget my past while also trying to like figure out what the heck the future was going to look like. And how so, old are you now, Rachel? Just put it in perspective. How old are you now? I'm 32. 32 I think, okay. so, I think I'm 30, it might be 33. I'm actually not sure now. Okay. <laughs> so 18. So at 18, you were yeah. going through all this and now you're 32. Okay. Keep going. Yes. So 21 hits. I'm a single mom. I'm an alcoholic. I'm finally off food stamps and welfare. I got job offers at the top salons and as fate would have it, I didn't realize how much was going to work out in our favor, in my favor, but in Dakota's to my daughter. Uh, I met my husband. We fell in love. We got married 13 days after we met and that didn't solve any financial issues. We both had a lot of financial issues, but the truth is it helped me have someone in my corner. And for the first time I was like, okay, I'm safe to grow now. So I became sober. And then as soon as I became sober, um, someone came to me to get hair, their hair done. And they said, I have a question would you ever consider helping me out with social media? And that was the beginning of my career as a social media strategist. That was seven years ago. Wow. And I remember seeing one of your first videos on, which was amazing, by the way. She's like, oh, it's so terrible. I'm like, that is, that's people's best. You're terrible, which really was like that. Um, and so now you teach freelancers how to utilize, how to become a freelancer and work on their own, correct? Totally. That's exactly what I do. Yep. Yeah. And you also, I mean, if you don't, you don't know Rachel, but if you do, you, whether I'm not, I'm sure, but she's works with some really big names. You said it out loud. So I'm sure I can. And if you say no, I can always delete this, yeah, but you've worked with Tony too. Robbins and, and Dean Graziasi, huge people. You are there. Roland Frazier, you are their social media strategist. So she's, I mean, she has really come so, so far. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I have my, my luck is down and out. It's just, that's where you are now. It doesn't mean that's where you are going to be forever. Amen to that. Amen to that. I always, I always like to look 
because you know, at different points in life, you're frustrated by this is where I thought I would be at this point, And this is where I am. And it's kind of frustrating. And I feel like this happens in little ways and in big ways all throughout our life. So anytime that I'm like, oh, I'm feeling so frustrated. I feel stuck. I feel like I should be further along, et cetera. I'll sit down with a notebook, usually my journal. Um, by the way, if people listening don't journal, I 10 out of 10 recommend journaling. I am obsessed with journaling. I've always journaled. But even if you've never journaled a day in your life, just pick it up. And it is a judgment-free zone for your feelings. It is the best place you get to like word vomit all over your diet or your uh, diary, your diary, word vomit on your diary, your journal, so that you can say like, I'm frustrated about this. And this is out of alignment. Da, 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 da. And as soon as you get all the feelings out, and this is what I do, and I've done this over and over and over again, I say, okay. And then I draw a line. And then I say, now we create the plan to make that happen. Awesome. I love it. I love it. It's so funny. Have you read the book from Dan Sullivan, The Gap and the Gain? No, but I freaking love Dan Sullivan. Okay. You've got to read the book, The Gap and the Gain. And I'll just, I actually, um, I, I taught on it today in my, in my class and I'm putting it on my podcast and everyone was like, I think that was one of your best coaching calls you've ever had. So I'm like, let's put it on the podcast. Yep. It talks about, and so this is kind of like, it talks about where, and we can get back to it in a second, but I have to just bring this up right now. So it talks about yeah. like when you're an entrepreneur or anybody, and you have this goal that you're trying to make, there's this ideal of where you think you should be. And then there's where you're starting. And he says that most people are very unhappy in life because there's this, there's this gap that they always are thinking in lack of like, oh, I'm not there yet. And I haven't accomplished this or all the things I haven't done or all the things that, you know, I wish I was here and I haven't made enough improvement or enough strides. And he says that as, as you're going through life and as you're going through change and you're trying to improve on things that you really need to look at the game, like what you, where you started and yes. where you are at, at now. And for someone like you, if you ever have a bad day, I mean, if you really were to think about where you started, where you came from, somebody on food stamps, living in an apartment, you know, like, I know you've told me some of the things you did to make money, which is yeah. like crazy, right? Yeah. Just to survive. And now you're this high powered businesswoman who is an influencer, who is like absolutely changing people's lives and helping people overcome addiction and start their own careers. Like, I mean, so the, yeah. but the point is, is like, look at where you are at and how much you've accomplished and what you've done. People listening, don't look to, to, to like compare yourself to other people or look to like that end finish line. Look at what you've accomplished. And it means so much. And you just accomplished so much, Rachel. I'm, even since I met you four years ago, you've just like, you just made strides. Thank you. I will say real fast. I always love when you go into teaching mode. I'm always like, I'm just going to sit back. Actually, I actually want to pull out my notebook because honestly, Crystal, you're really good at so many things. One of the things that you are one of the best in the world at is teaching. You are so good at teaching and breaking things down. I can say this firsthand as someone who's hired you to be my teacher and mentor, and you've taught me things that never clicked before, no matter who taught me or how they tried to teach Aww. me. And I'm really grateful for the way you teach. So I hope people listening, I hope that when Krista is talking on this podcast, you pull out your notebook and start taking notes because it is not going to click better than when Krista teaches. Her teaching Aww. is world-class. So thank you. Um, so sweet. Yes. I want to point that out because I hope everyone listening catches it because, oh, it's so good. So yes, <laughs> when you see how far you can come in 10 years, that's big. And I will say, so we've only been on this track um, for seven years, seven years in total since like that first client. And I was thinking the other day, and you know how there's always so far we want to go. It's hard sometimes to take inventory of, of what you said, what where we've come from. Mm -hmm. I looked and I was like, from in 10 years, I went from single mom on welfare, donating blood plasma to pay for diapers and many other things to 
whoa, owning two multi-million dollar businesses, that's different lifetimes. That's mm-hmm. pretty powerful. But the same thing is true when you go from, you know, making 50,000 a year to making a hundred thousand a year, that's a different lifetime in the same decade. Like that's fantastic. So I, I love that idea of continually looking at where you come from and how much you've already accomplished. Mm-hmm. And even like for you, you teach people how to leave their nine to five jobs. And I mean, I know that your kind of marker is when they can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I know you've helped people do that even that way more than that. Right. And they are able to have gain their freedom back and to have more flexibility. And and like right now, when you work for someone else, you're, you're literally building someone else's hopes and dreams and world. And you're teaching people how to build their own dreams in their own world. Totally. And that's a really interesting one because it's almost a dichotomy. Like there's part of you that's like, I'm really grateful for this job, but something just doesn't feel like it's nourishing my soul. Like, what is it that's missing? And for me, that big day was when I went into my nine to five. And by the way, I loved my nine to five. I'm going to be super honest. I loved it. So I jumped from being a hairstylist to suddenly with no degree, no experience. I jumped into being a a marketing director, basically marketing manager for a tech company. So I got to go in and suddenly be in charge of all of the moving pieces of marketing. And it was a very weird duality of feeling. Part of me was feeling so grateful for this job that I actually really enjoyed. And then part of me was like, I just got written up for missing work when my daughter was sick. Something's not fitting the rest of my life. Like I can be grateful and also say, I still want something more. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a big thing, that duality, being able to hold space for both opportunities or both emotions. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love this conversation. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So let's get into now. Um, then thank you for being so vulnerable and so real and so raw. That's what people love about you is that you're just your ability to be just you and to yep. show the real Rachel Peterson. And I mean, you get on social media and you have no makeup on and you're, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say you're a hot mess, but you don't look like this, right? So then you go on there, you don't care. I love that about you. So we can be super honest. There are hot mess moments that I post on social. I will be the one to say it. If you feel weird saying it, I post all of the above. You're going to get it all. Yep. <laughs> I, I went to the, the store on um, Saturday with my hair and my little beanie towel. And my <gasps> friends were like, you did not just like the Facebook live, you know, and they're like, you did not. I'm like, yeah, that's, I mean, who cares, you know, but okay. So, love that. and it, everyone loved it. So let's talk now about social media, right? So you are the queen literally of social media and your approach, like I teach paid traffic and how to get paid traffic and you teach yeah how to do not paid, right? Organic. So can you talk to us? Give us some tips and tricks you have. I love your headline. She's so sweet. She always shares me. Here's the best headlines to use. And (laughs) you've never met someone like, honestly, it's kind of weird, Rachel. She's got this photographic memory, literally. And she will, she analyzes what people do and she's able to figure out like patterns and and things. And so she's done that magnificently on social media to figure out like what taglines and and what things can like really get the most um, organic, you know, traffic and interest. So talk to us. Can I actually help people learn how to become pattern identifiers too? Cause it's so yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And I do it on a really, I do it on a physical, uh, like a philosoph- philosophical level. So it's like, what is the philosophy behind this? What is the principle behind this? What is the strategy known and unknown? But I'm going to show you guys exactly how to do this every single day while you're already doing what you're doing, which is scrolling social media. So when you're scrolling on social media, I want you to start looking at the likes, comments, and shares on any piece of content. So if you notice one like 
oh, this one has 200 likes. This one has 400 likes. Or if you're on TikTok or Instagram and you notice, wow, this post isn't even by a celebrity and it has 9,000 likes. Start to notice when something performs well and literally stop with that piece of content and pull out your notebook. I always use notebooks because I like to write things in my own hand. And I'll go ahead and like, just stop and say, okay, I noticed that this is a quote. Okay, I'm gonna write down, this is a quote. What else am I gonna write down? Okay, the color is very basic. It's black and white. Okay, I'm gonna write down that it's black and white. Okay, what else do I notice? It's very simple. It's a very easy to read font. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Uh, okay, let's see, it's by a celebrity that a lot of people like. I'm gonna write that down. So just start this process because Anything that anyone teaches you in social media is fantastic and awesome, but one of the best things you can learn is how to identify patterns yourself. So start noticing, okay, this selfie got a ton of likes. What kind of lighting does it have? Okay, it's natural sunlight, awesome. Uh, her hair was really, really flowy and beautiful and natural. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Just start writing down these patterns and you'll start to notice some kind of patterns behind the scenes that your mind is gonna connect when you don't even realize it and you'll start to see why stuff performs. Ooh, I love that. I love that. I know you, um, you, you recently, I saw you, 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 you'd actually had taken that one girl that had, um, I watched your whole thing that had like overnight, she got like a million followers. What was her yeah. name? Uh, Erica Kohlberg. Yeah, Erica Kohlberg. So yeah. she watched all of her TikTok videos and then you identified like 12 of the reasons why her videos, you know, why she, how she went viral. And it was, it was brilliant. And so here's what I thought. I said, okay, Rachel's doing this she's I, she's looking at somebody who's went famous overnight there's got to be a reason why she chose to do that I, I was thinking there has to be some kind of a reason why maybe organically by you doing that did it help your did it help you I was like there has to be a reason why she did this or am I just oh, like overthinking it there's so many reasons can I share like the honest first reason this yeah. is so interesting so there are moments I'm going to be honest, we're, we're all of us experience a twinge, just a hint of jealousy. It's a little trigger and you feel it and you're like, what the heck? Why am I feeling this way? I've had wins. I've grown. And I saw Erica growing so fast. And I was like, instantly, I felt that little trigger come in, that just twinge of jealousy. And I was like, oh, I don't like when this comes on. I don't like who I become in this moment. And so I thought if I go the route of jealousy, jealousy tells me, Rachel, you've got to do more. You've got to do better. And it's this do, 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 do. And I was like, that is so hard. I've been down that road before. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what is the exact opposite? So if one is to work harder, the other is the opposite of work, which is step back and rest. And I thought, what if I step back, analyze what she's doing, and then bring forward something that helps a lot of people who are curious as to why she's growing so fast. Yeah. So it totally reversed the movement inside of my head and heart. I love then, it. Yeah. But then also I realized, I don't think she even knows all of these psychological triggers that she's using necessarily. Um, I actually got a message from her on Instagram after doing that breakdown. I was I nervous. I figured you would. I was like, oh. you're like, I love her by the way. I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Yes. And a lot of what she talked to is what we've learned, like be prolific and kind of go against the norm and but it was it was really really good so oh it was so fun so she was like you nailed all of them except for the one that you weren't sure about which was hiding videos so she said you nailed every single thing that we do well done uh, and then so I remember the hiding video what you said hide them if they don't perform is that what it was or maybe she's hiding yep. them. you were wondering oh. if she did that yeah 
Yep. Some people like hide content that doesn't perform. And I try to avoid doing that only because yeah. it can accidentally become a slippery slope of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And I have to actively battle that. I don't want mm -hmm. to accidentally become a perfectionist because um, my tendencies go there very yeah. easily. And what you yep. said, I love, first of all, number one, everyone that she was honest about, oh my gosh, I got this little hint of, you know, jealousy. And then I realized, oh, that's, that's not serving me well. How do I overcome that? How, how do I combat that? Yes. And no matter how great we are as people and individuals, it's a constant work on how do I be the best person I can be? How do I improve? How do I take a look at myself and figure out things that aren't serving me, things that are not adding, adding to my, me being the best person for me and for others. So I, I want to commend you for for doing that. And number two, for actually being honest about it, because most people yeah. don't do it. That's why everyone loves you so much. Cause you're just, so Aww, thank you. Yes, yes. And I want to, before I forget, congratulations on ClickBank. I saw you, you are selling your TikTok course on ClickBank. That's so cool. Thank you. We're actually doing a mini version, which is so cool. So they realized that a lot of people need help with that. And I was like, yes, they do. So there is this like an intro version into my full program. And they're going to be sharing that, which is really fantastic. They were so nice too. They want to help so many people. So it was really cool. So you went there, you did like over a hundred. So you flew there and they just did that. How did you do a hundred trainings in a day? I can, oh my gosh. <laughs> We did 61 in eight hours. So 61 lessons in eight hours. Um, I will say it's not the norm. Yeah. Um, but one thing that helps is I don't need scripts. So I always like to kind of break this down because if someone were to try to compare themselves to that stat, that is super abnormal. And yeah. I want to be super transparent about that. So number one, almost everything I do is one take. So I rarely need an edit. And when I mess up on something, because I edited my own videos for years, I always know to go back to the last beginning of a sentence and redo it. So they don't have to give me a ton of direction. We just fly through everything. It also helps that I don't need scripts. I have a very photographic memory. Um, and then one thing that's really weird, and this is like a weird one-off. So I, I don't have an internal monologue, so I don't know what I'm going to say until I say it. I more have concepts and wireframes in my brain. So it makes it really easy to teach. Um, but, but when I finished, they were like, normally it takes people 10 to 15 hours to record 30 lessons. This is abnormal. Yeah. So we also recorded a YouTube video and a VSL. We were like, let's just go for all of it because we're having fun. And we still got done early. Yeah. So <laughs> You're like seriously a, a, a unicorn uh, in a good way, like unicorn in a good way. I, I saw your post. I was like, how did she do that? Like I, my brain just doesn't work like that. I get tired, you know? Yeah, I was exhausted. I'm going to be super honest. I was burnt by the yeah. end. That's, yeah. a lot of, that's a lot of linear thinking for anyone. So, okay. So totally changing gears because I want, what, how much time do we have? I don't make sure I, I'm a total respect your time. I still have some time. How are you, okay. what are you doing on time? Oh, I'm good. I got another at 30 minutes because I have a tax meeting at, 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 at 12 o'clock, but your category King presentation was so good. I couldn't even take notes fast enough. And I was like, Jane, are you taking notes? And she's like, yeah, but she's too fast. So I would love for you to be able to, first of all, I want to wait till the video comes back out and I want to rewatch it, but there was a lot of really great points that you, one of them was like your content strategy. And I think content is something that people have a really, really hard time with. And you broke down like how you do like your content. You have the like one thing with eight bullet points or whatever it was. Can you, can you review that? I feel like that, that would be very helpful for people because content is like a, is a stopper for some people. Yes. So there's several different, I use a bunch of different frameworks and I want to be super clear. I have a ton of layers of frameworks that I use. Um, and one of my favorite things is when something's simple, because when things are super complicated, if you're anything like me, that's a lot to manage. So if something can be simplified, 
chances are we're going to get it done more, which is awesome. That's the goal. So basically what we do is we create our entire year content plan through this process called the viral framework. The viral framework is a systematic approach to delivering value about your specialty or your expertise. So for example, for you, it would be like to start at least like in the past, it would be real estate, right? Real estate we start with, and now it could be more like brick and mortar businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So we could do um, real estate to start. Then what you're going to do is you're going to break down 12 subtopics within that umbrella. So if we have one umbrella of real estate, it could be buying, it could be selling, it could be making offers, it could be how to know or how to prep for buying a house. It could be um, mistakes to make when that you can make when you're buying a house. One could be staging a house. One could be how to know, like, so those are the 12 subtopics. Yeah, so credit repair, like all the different things, okay? Yep. So you did perfect, by the way. You think you're in real estate. Yeah, so 12 biggest subtopics. And you want to pick the ones where you could talk about something for a while. So once in a while, someone might be like, oh, what about buying foreclosures? And I'd be like, it, it depends. Is that a major thing you could talk about for an entire month? If not, don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know what the answer is. So, yeah. uh, but we got the 12 subtopics underneath your one umbrella. And then what you're going to do is use the website, answerthepublic.com. Now, this is not a free website. I want to be super clear. You, you get one free search every 24 to 48 hours, or else it's 97 bucks a month. And I usually just will like sign up for a month and then get all of my research done and then go ahead and cancel it. Or, or if you're like me, I just keep it running because we use it so much. Yeah. So what you're going to do is search for the keywords of the subtopics in Answer the Public. What Answer the Public does is it compiles for you all of the top most Googled questions about any set of keywords. So for example, you could put buying a house or uh buy a house or, and each of those is going to produce a different result. So different variations on the subtopic, it's going to pump out all of the top most Googled questions and you can export it as a CSV, pick your 30 favorite questions. Boom. You have content prompts for an entire month. Mm-hmm. So you do that process 12 times. And then once you have all of the, of the content prompts, the questions, you can create your content day to day or week by week simply by answering the questions with value. Okay, I love that. So then would you recommend doing it like one month on selling and with each topic or do you recommend mixing them up or what do you recommend? So this depends on the person. So different personality types actually have a preference of one way or the other. So we call them unshuffled or shuffled. Mm -hmm. So you can shuffle them. Um, So feel free, but you shuffle them by putting all the questions in an Excel spreadsheet or a, a Google sheet. And then there's like a a formula for randomizing. So you can randomize it. Um, I personally prefer randomized because I get bored when I do the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over and over. Um, And some people, their minds don't work that way. And they're like, I need it to be linear. I need it to be the same topic for a month or else I feel like I'm bouncing all over the place and not really getting good at anything. So know yourself, know whether or not you want to answer 30 questions that are all very similar, but slightly different with similar, but slightly different answers. Or do you want to do it based on having variety every day. Yeah, I love that. Okay, good. So then I'm now I'm going to totally take this as a, I'm personally being selfish right now. And I'm going to ask you a question based upon something that I feel sometimes. Uh-huh. So like, okay, so for example, I know um, you gave me your TikTok course. So my team is taking your tip, your TikTok course. There's like 120 videos on there. They said, oh, there's so many there. You know, I said, there's so many that one. Yeah, is- there's so many. 
they're like, do whatever she says. Cause, cause Rachel has hit over a million followers on TikTok. She's done it rather quickly. Um, yeah. and she's just killing it on there. So here I'm doing it. Right. And, and when, for me, the average listener that we're not like Rachel Pierce, we're not like that one girl that just goes viral, you know, so quickly. I know, I know you've worked really hard at it. So don't, don't I don't want to dismiss don't that. hard work. That's how but, it feels. On, that's how it feels from the outside. And I want to make sure that people realize the feeling of like, oh, I'm not Rachel Peterson. I recognize that. And so that's why I always try to like answer things according to someone who's not a content machine. How yes. can that person get it done every day? Yep. Yes. So here I am, I'm a 50 year old woman, you know, and God only knew I would never, I thank you, honey. Thank goodness for Botox and, uh, and filters. So like, I would never have imagined I'd be having to do, learn these dances. So part of me is like, I'm doing these things and I, mind you, I'm doing more like, um, like, for example, I just did one. It was off the cuff. One of the taglines that you told me to start with, and it was like, whatever. Um, and it okay. did, it's doing okay, you know, better than normal. I think we've had like 20,000 views or something like that. And it was full on real estate related without anything, but here I'm doing these things. Sometimes I'm thinking, why am I learning this dance or learning how to say this thing? Cause it's trending. And is it really worth my time? Or, and I'm trying to be on TikTok and I'm trying, you know, what, what would your answer be? Cause I know you say it's still relatively new. Yes. Um, with the trending content and you can tell your team this, they don't ever have to create any trending content. That is just an amplifier, but it's not guaranteed. So I'm actually a bigger fan of creating evergreen content. So that means no trend, no dance, no fun, silly sounds that you have to memorize, like lip syncing, because that is challenging. I'll just be super honest. Uh, some personality types love that. I love that. Like, I'm like, I want to do as many of these as I can. But the truth is, it's a lot of work to learn a trending piece of content. What you can do instead is follow the hooks, use your voice, look right into the camera, tapping into the power of the thing that you taught me all about, which is the parasocial relationship. And then uh, just answer with value and a call to action. So go hook, value, call to action. You don't ever have to learn a single dance. Just follow the evergreen side. The trending ones are great for like suddenly taking off and going viral, but I'd actually recommend focusing on the evergreen content because even if it doesn't go viral, if you reach a hundred people who are like, oh, you've impacted me so deeply on TikTok, they're going to tell their friends and they're going to tell their neighborhood and they're going to, right? So yeah. I'm a fan of not having to follow what's trending and recognizing that small numbers are big impact on social. Yeah. And, and I love you. Said that. that was my team this week. And they're like, Hey, this weekend we picked up 150 followers. I'm like, that's fine. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's good yeah. enough, you know, but sometimes you can go, Oh man, it's like all this work and doing all these things. And it can become a lot at times for people, but your social yeah. media strategy. Hmm? Yeah. One thing that really helps me because especially in the world that we're in, people are always talking about like, Oh, millions of followers, how I reached 250,000 people with my launch. And it makes everything else feel small. And I've talked about that previously with my team and with my friends. And I'm like, it's really bizarre being in the world of marketing and business because you hear these big numbers everywhere you go. So when you say like, oh, I grew by 150 followers, it feels tiny. So I always think of it like this. If you had the opportunity to speak in front of 150 people about your business, you'd be like, Oh my gosh, that's a really cool opportunity. So I always try to switch it back to that. Otherwise, incremental great gains don't feel as celebration worthy just because we see these big numbers thrown out by everyone else. So yes. I would say like 150 people. Would I say yes to a local speaking engagement that didn't require me leaving, you know, hopping on an airplane? 
that oh, put me in front of 150 people. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So that's fantastic. That helps. Yes, for a that does help. That does help. Yes. That does help. And, uh, and it is fun. I can see what people get just so engrossed on it. I mean, there's some funny stuff on there too. There was, I was watching that and I, I wish I could have figured out who it was, but there was this lady and her husband and they were, they were so freaking funny for like 30 minutes. I just kept watching them and I can't go back and find who they were because they were, they yeah. were funny, funny, funny. Yeah. Like just so crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I love you so much. So, um, well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So tell me like what other golden nuggets can you give us? And, um, I always have everyone end it in the way if you were to give any kind of advice, whether it be personal or business, what would that be? But first, before that, is yep. there anything you wanted to touch on that we didn't touch on yet? Ooh, there's a couple more golden nuggets that really, really help. Yeah. Uh, you do not have to be active on every single social media platform. If someone tells you that, don't listen to them. Um, create on platforms where you can grab that content and use it elsewhere. Like for TikTok, if you create on TikTok, you can use them on IG Reels and on YouTube Shorts and on Snapchat and on Facebook Reels. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it has multiple purposes, but you do not need to feel like there's pressure to be active on every single platform. That's exhausting. I do it. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's two or three solid hours of content creation every single day. Well, at least Monday through Friday, I take weekends off. Um, so just don't compare yourself to people who are on every platform because that's a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, the second big thing that I want to share is that you do not have to get all fancy with any of your equipment for content creation. You can create your captions, yep, inside of Google Docs. You can use, um, like I do most of my interviews, even if I'm doing a huge interview for a summit, I'll do it on this webcam right here. Almost all of the time, I use what equipment I have available. For my TikToks and my IG Reels, I create it on my phone with my phone camera. That's more than good enough. So remember that, that the equipment that you have is good enough to start. The yeah. important Progress, start. not perfection. Just start, right? Just take yeah. action. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then advice for business. Uh, this is going to be really interesting, but um, I've lately been having this really cool analogy that I've been thinking about a lot. And I see a lot of business owners losing progress when they are hopping from one person to the next. So for example, if you've committed to listening and learning and growing from Krista, keep listening and learning and growing from Krista. Don't like suddenly opt in for some training and like change directions and then see that shiny object and all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm going to go over here. The reason for that is imagine that you're in Minnesota. Okay. Cause that's where I live. Um, you're in Minnesota and you want to go to a lot of places, right? Cause you've got lots of goals and so many years to achieve them. You want to go to California, Florida, and New York. That is fantastic. So you start going towards California and then all of a sudden you see an ad for Florida and you're like, okay, I guess I'll go to Florida. So you start walking towards Florida. And then someone tells you all about New York. Do you, okay, I'm going to go to New York. And before you know it, you're back in Minnesota, no closer to any of the three locations. So pick your location, pick your mentor, follow them. Don't switch directions every couple of miles or you'll never get anywhere. And that's actually true in life too. It's so, I love that analogy. It's so true. I mean, I, about a year and a half ago, I had something kind of crazy happen in the business. I think you remember, I was like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I made a bad decision. I lost two key, it wasn't a bad decision. I wasn't leading right, but I lost two key players, which turned out to be the best thing that could have ever happened. But at the time it felt like, oh my God, my business is falling oh. apart. 
we had some really, 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 really tough things that were going on. So I just said, okay, my word for the year is leadership and refinement. And yeah. what I have learned, and you know this because I've been doing the, the two-day events, is like to find one thing that's working. And we have spent the past 12, 14 months just taking yeah. that one thing. How do you make it better? How do we test it? How do we tweak it? And a couple of times the tweaks weren't right, right? But okay. by just focusing on that one thing, we have like more than 100x it's just been insane what we've done and we would not have done it had we kept trying to go to all the different things right so um in in training in life in business if you're taking a course i always tell my students you're not allowed to take any other trainings or challenges or anything until you're 100 with every single thing in this in this program once you are go for it but until then like you know just stick stick here and it, it, it works so well mm -hmm. i'd say and that's the same thing for life too yes switch from opportunity to opportunity. Like uh, if you've ever tried to <laughs> deep clean when your kids are little and the house is kind of messy, you'll like start in one closet. And most people don't realize it gets messier before it gets better. So if you start deep cleaning one closet and then you stop and then you go to, okay, now I deep clean my shoe cabinet. Okay. Now you're deep cleaning this and now it's messier. Before you know it, if you keep switching areas of your life or your house, everything's going to be messy. And nothing is going to be finished. So see things through from start to finish before you evaluate what comes next. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I just want you to know, I'm so excited for your success at such a young age and you're just inspiring people and helping people. And I've, I've seen you grow, honestly, Rachel, so much over the past four years. And I'm just so proud of who you are. You just, and you keep on growing, you know, so. Um, and I want to real fast shout you out because you've been a fantastic mentor. One of the biggest things, uh, Krista obviously provided me with some amazing coaching, teaching, training that helped me to take action on something I had wanted for a long time, but I didn't feel good about. But there was a hidden benefit that we didn't realize to working with Krista, and that was that she provided certainty. For the first time ever, I saw someone walking the walk that they were talking and I saw, okay, she's actually doing this. She actually cares. I'm seeing the way that she leads. I can do that. I can follow her. I like that a lot. And so you provided me certainty for the first time in my entire life and business. And it's had a ripple effect on everything that I do. So I want to shout you out. I know that sometimes you're like, okay, stop enough about me, but I want to keep <laughs> pouring it on. Because oh, I love you. ripple effect that you have created in our lives and in our business, you won't always get to see it, but it's across thousands of businesses. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you and no one else. Oh, you're welcome. I love you. Thank you for, thank you. That was awesome. I, you know, I want to make an impact just like you. So yeah, you, um, you're an easy piece person to teach though, because you just like, you're so coachable and you just blew it up. So I, I, when I, I knew that would happen with you because you're just, everything you touch seems to turn to gold. Not really. It's because you actually take action. Right. And yeah. you do hard work and you're dedicated to the process and you are such a great student too. Like I'm like you, I'm such a great student. I love being, I love learning and implementing. Okay, everyone, what a treat this was. My dear friend, Rachel, whom I just, I'm so, so respected. I'm so proud of. And uh, listen, she gave you some amazing tips. She taught you how to, you know, what platforms you should focus on, how to create a content strategy, how to focus just on one thing and so many more golden nuggets. Rachel, how would you like to end it? Oh my gosh, go take action. That is the best thing that you can do. Take action. Yes, I agree. So thank you so much for spending time with us, everyone. We appreciate it. And remember, knowledge is not power. Implementation is. And I hope that you are just as fired up as I am. Bye.